The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Dining with Dills. You're dining with Dills. Dining with Dills. You're going to get your delicious film. Yeah, dining with Dills. It's all. Hey, it's Peter Dills, everybody. Dining with Dills, AMA 30, KLAA. Happy Father's Day to everybody today. Hope everybody had or is enjoying Father's Day. We've got a really good show today. Of course, at about 5.45, 5.46, a little bit later, uh, my good friend, uh, Leroy, will be here talking about wine. This is usually interesting topics. And then at 6 o'clock, we'll talk to Al. He, man-free, he gives us the... Uh, tips on money but for right now it's dining with dills am830 klaa why do i give out the phone number so often 714-2830830 because we've got four tickets to the angel game july 2nd the angels are playing the seattle mariners this might be the most difficult trivia question that we've ever done on the show because it's Father's Day. You're going to have to know something about my father, Elmer Dills. I'm going to give you a hint. It's an alliteration. Do you know what an alliteration is? If you don't, you better Google it real quick to find out because that's the only hint I am going to give you. This portion of Dining with Dills is brought to you by my good friends at Tattinger Champagne. And you got to be nuts. Yeah, you got to be nuts. Go to your local pavilions, check out the produce department and get yourself a bag of nuts today. The ones I like are the caramel sea salt cashews. Yummy, yummy, yummy. At about 510, we're going to talk to Henry Seidel. He's an expert. He is. He's an expert on sake. Why are we talking about sake? Today, believe it or not, friends, is national International Sushi Day. So I thought it would be kind of fun to have an expert on sushi or sake excuse me be nice to have an expert on sushi uh, it would be fun to have an expert on sake on the show today talking about sake and i'm going to learn a lot about it too i think sake is pretty hot right now you know i guess that's a pun because you can get sake cold or hot uh today is national international picnic day as well and i've got some fun facts about picnic day we like to do shout-outs every now and then, don't we? <clears throat> and I've got a shout-out to the Smith Brothers. Um, they were at, they were in my neck of the woods today, and I met Grogan, Griffin, Porter, and Hudson, the Smith Brothers. And Brogan tells me that there's a place, if I like sushi, which I do, and I'm sure they serve sake and sapporo, called Kulo. Kulo? Am I saying it right? K-U-L-A. And uh, Brogan tells me that they have the bomb sushi. I'm guessing he's about 10 or 12 years old, so that, that's uh, coming from somebody that knows. Uh, what else do we have in store for today? Um, I've got an article that I wrote about Father's Day, and if we have time, sometimes you know things get past us. If we have time, I'll read that to you and make sure you get some... If your dad's, if your dad is still with us, or if your dad has passed away, I think it's a pretty good article, and I'm going to read it to you about Father's Day. 714-2830830. We got a whole bunch of people here in the studio manning the uh, the phones and twisting the gadgets and playing the music. 
Um, to date in food history, in 1892, the macadamia nut was first planted in Hawaii. <laughs> After an ant visited a picnic, it usually lays down a scent and returns to the nest for other ants to follow. In this year, in the year 2000, a 600-mile long picnic took place in France to celebrate Bastille Day and the new millennium. Okay, the first table designed specifically for picnics appeared in the late 1800s. Ole Everud has the idea for the first outboard motor while he was rowing a boat to a picnic. That sounds pretty good. So those are all of our picnic facts. Um, let's see what else do I have in this day in food history. Oh, this is a good one. In 1913, Robert Mondavi was born, a leading Napa Valley vinter. Went, uh, went to the Bungalow Steakhouse in Corona Del Mar on Thursday night. And, I, well, wait a minute. I don't know if it's called a steakhouse. But the, the times that I have been to the Bungalow in Corona Del Mar, I've always ordered steak. And the reason why I fell in love with the steakhouse or the steaks at the Bungalow they did something really classy there. They didn't know who I was, and I had never been there before. And I ordered a bone-in ribeye steak, and I got a, I sure got a ribeye, uh, but it didn't have the bone-in, and that was a few months ago. And I've been going back ever since because what they did, not only um, did they make it right, they actually comped the steak. Now, that doesn't happen all of the time when you go out to a restaurant. Don't expect that just because the restaurant kind of screwed up, that they're gonna comp something. But again, they didn't know who I was, and that was Thursday night. That's the bungalow in um, in Corona Del Mar. And I ordered, actually this time I ordered the Chilean sea bass. Good, 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 good stuff, Chilean sea bass. So if you're in, if you're looking for a place to dine out, maybe even tonight, it's not too late. I'm My daughter and I are gonna go out to eat a little bit later. Uh, but if you're looking for something Kind of different. Um, if you're look if you're looking for something different, check out the bungalow in Corona Del Mar. Now I know there's a bungalow in Huntington Beach and there's a bungalow in Santa Monica. I'm not sure if those are the same. Also, um, what my experience in Orange County was, I went to the uh, Skyloft also in the city of Laguna Beach, and I went there for happy hour. They've got a really excellent happy hour, and I've been talking about the Skyloft here on AMA 30 KLAA for the last few weeks, and I really like the place. It has a fantastic view, and if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you'll know that uh, I'm telling you the real deal. I had the Brussels sprouts, what they call a shrimp slider, and a shrimp shot, and if you go on Facebook, you can see those. And while I'm talking, I'm looking down at my phone. My friend John Phillips is listening. John, how are you? John and I work together. My dad would call it the other station, but I'll say it. John and I work together at KBC, and I guess he's just he just left the game. Thanks, John. There's your shout out. Got to get you on the show one time. See what uh, where you like to go. John likes margaritas. So um, speaking of margaritas <laughs> and sake, as soon as Henry uh, gives us a call, let me know, guys, in the studio. And put him on immediately, and we'll start talking about sake. 714-2830-830, 714-2830-830. Mm, didn't go to the Angel game today, but I understand that they lost. That's a bummer. 
after that great pitching performance yesterday, but you can't win them all. Um, 7142830830. And alliteration, do you know what an alliteration is? If you don't, look it up real quick because that is the hint for today's trivia question. Uh, you'll need to know what an alliteration is. 7142830830. Are you on my mailing list? PeterDills.com. You got to be. You should be because we give away stuff or we give you hints on things and places that I go to, wine tastings, the uncorked at the Santa Anita racetrack that happened just two weeks ago that was a lot of fun. My friend Emily and Dan and uh, Gene, uh, they attended with me and we just had a blast walking around. But so many things, so many events, so many press releases that I get every day from restaurants or events beer events, wine events, uh, so many things to do out there. And, uh, you know, I can't get to all of them, but when I do, I try to pick the ones that are a lot of fun. So that's another reason to follow us on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook and also on my website, peterdills.com. So we're going to be talking about sake in just probably a minute, as soon as the guys let me know that uh, Henry is on the phone. Um, he will be calling in and we'll be talking about sake on National International Sushi Day. And that should be kind of fun. Where do you like to go for sushi? There's a lot of sushi places in Southern California, kind of like Mexican restaurants. There's just a lot of Mexican restaurants, a lot of sushi restaurants. So I'm being told to, to why don't I do the trivia question now? While we're waiting for our guest to give us a call. Guys, is he, has somebody called in yet? Nope, nope, nope. Henry has not called in yet. Well, we'll hope that he calls in any moment now. All right. So here is the trivia question. Uh, and then we'll go to break and hopefully we'll talk to Henry about um, uh, Saki. My father, his name was Elmer Dills. And he was on the radio for 27, 28 years, as I had mentioned about John Phillips listening on the way back from the game. He was at KABC Radio for many years and then at KRLA. What was his nickname? <laughs> what was my dad's nickname? And it's an alliteration. And you've got two choices. He called him, it was kind of a self-proclaimed, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, he called himself this, but there are two different answers that you can get these four tickets to the Angel Game just by calling in right now, 714-2830-830-714-830-830. This might be a little too tough. If it's too tough, I'll come up with something maybe about sushi or something because I want you to win. We want you to win. If you don't win, you can always go to angels.com and buy your tickets that way. Uh, these tickets are for July 2nd. I'm waiting for the Texas Rangers to come in town. I think I'm gonna, every now and then, Mike Means, who runs the show here, every now and then, not too often, every now and then I'm invited to a game. I'm gonna wait to, uh, he comes up with those Texas Ranger tickets. So before we go to break, one more time, 714 714-2830, 714-2830. What was my dad's nickname, Elmer Dills? And it's it's an alliteration, alliter alliteration. So call us. I want you to win these tickets. Uh, so let's go to break right now. And when we call, when we come back, let's hope that Henry gives us a call. If not, I'll talk about Father's Day. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills. AM eight thirty. 
K-L-A-A. Angels Radio, AM 830. When you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Colombo's. Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. And if there's one thing about Colombo's, it's their tradition of giving back to the community. This year, Colombo's is asking you to help the Los Robles Medical Center. They send teams of doctors, clinicians, and support staff down to Honduras. And when it comes to health, Honduras is below third world country status. It's that bad. Any contribution for the purchase of medication and supplies for the unfortunate in Honduras is needed right now. The Los Robles Medical Mountain Team leaves for Honduras in August, so your contributions are needed now. Please help and make a difference. Go to friendsofbarnabas.com, friendsofbarnabas.com. Then scroll down to the donate button and designate the funds to Los Robles 2017. And thank you. <laughs> you know, some combinations were just meant to go together. Burger and fries, washer and dryer, online dating. At State Farm, there's another combination that goes great together, home and auto, as in combining your home and auto insurance with one agent, which leads to another combination, which I like, saving dollars and cents. Your State Farm agent is T.G. Metzger. He's here to help life go right. Combine home and auto and see how much you can save. Call him right now. T.G. Metzger, 626-445-1500. Hey baseball fans, it's Peter Dills. Pyology specializes in making your own pizza your way with a variety of sauces, cheeses, and crusts and dozens of toppings. Pizza is an art at Pyology. Enjoy unlimited toppings, friendly staff, and for those days when you need fewer choices, a selection of appetizing specialty pizzas you can choose from. Made right in front of you, ready in minutes, Pyology is quick, affordable, and most of all, delicious. Located in Carlsbad, San Diego, Escondido, and on Bellflower Boulevard in Long Beach, Pyology is pizza. Dan Levitard here inviting you to join me and Stugatz weekday afternoons from noon to 3. It's great guests and a lot of fun right here on your home for Angels Baseball, AM 830 KLAA. I like a bigger pizza pie that's amore. When the world seems okay, to shine guys, it's like you've had We're back. We're having a little problem with the phone lines today, but if you've been in the radio business, you know that happens from time to time. We're still waiting for Henry Seidel to call. If he doesn't call or if we can't get him on the line, no big deal. I got enough information to do a three-hour show. I'm serious. 714-230-830-7142. 830-830. Give us a call. We're trivia questions. What was my dad's nickname? And that's an alliteration. Um, okay, so this is an article that I wrote, and I hope uh, if you're if you're driving around, don't touch that dial. Happy Father's Day. It's been said that there is no substitute for time. Only through its passage can many of life experiences be fully understood. This Father's Day, I reflect back on a lesson of life and a father that ceased to teach and comfort me. I would like to invite you along for a single night with the man that left this earth few years ago, uh, but he is eternally always in my heart. The article below was written and published years ago before, well, a few years before his passing. I entitled this, My Evening with a Restaurant Critic. And if you miss any of this, uh, Pasadena Now 
which is a internet um, uh, internet site. They were kind enough to actually publish the whole article. Uh, before, my entire life has been an eight-course meal. In my late teens, I had the distinguished position of being a grocery bagger at a local supermarket. I was able to move to Jurgensen's Gourmet Grocery Store. Do you guys remember that? There I was able to learn about fine wines, ex exotic cheese, and dry-aged beef. And I'm telling you, Many, many years later, I still love a great steak, especially when they're dry-aged. I guess it all started there because at about 23, I was pretentious about food. No, not me. Yes, indeed. Many people were collecting baseball cards, basketball cards. Me? I was a young foodie. Uh, for my whole life, uh, or, uh, you know, like I said, people that have worship famous baseball players or a religious figure or a musical masterpiece who is a profound artist how many times in life do you get the chance to sit down with those people that you admire well for me friends it was often for most of what will never get the opportunity to do so i can claim one prize in this life i have the opportunity to observe speak with and lastly follow in the footsteps of one person that holds that place for me they have been labeled the greatest generation for a reason each day another from the stratum of america slowly goes into the night many of you that are listening know that my father elmer dills was on tv and radio for some 28 years in los angeles i had the opportunity to dine and share with him and be and have him be my mentor uh, for many, many years. I've been out with my father at least 500 times. Gosh, you know, that's what the article says, but probably a thousand times. But as fine wine, wisdom increases in its depth and, depth and flavor as it ages. One particular night, the adventure took us to Madeline's. It's closed, but that's okay. This is part of the article. It has since closed. It was in Pasadena. Seems that my dad was a regular there, and lately he's been under the weather. I have heard him say nothing but praise of this place, so it was off to Madeline's. Table for three, please. On this evening, we have my daughter, Lauren, the budding critic. Pops and me, three of us. Whenever I see courteous, well-behaved children, I know their parents are invariably going to respect people. Likewise, whenever I get a compliment, I know it goes far beyond me. As we sat down, there is no call for attention and gratification from my dad, just a smooth, easy in being in his court. As we talk, I'm struck that there is no air of contamination, but one of deep respect for the people that more often than not get it right or wrong in this business. My dad, the legendary restaurant critic, doesn't even ask what the ingredients are of the dishes as he orders them. He doesn't request to see a sommelier. He doesn't request to see the general manager. He is a restaurant critic. Am I waiting for a sign? It is just as natural as going to dinner with a group of friends, I think. The restaurant was quietly attractive, cozy, and well-spaced. You feel a little smarter here knowing that Albert Einstein himself, this is true, often slept upstairs while visiting Caltech. We began with the cheese plate, $9. Nice, but it could have had less nuts or more of the cheese and crackers. My dad is a creature of habit, just like many of us. He orders the rack of lamb. He says, I just loved it, just like a young kid would say. The waiter was kind enough 
to have it cut for him. Daughter Lauren ordered the pork chops and gave it two training thumbs up. Now that is a compliment. Not sure if high heels work in this business though, as you never know when you may encounter. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, not sure if high heels will work in this business though, as you never know when you encounter a chef that feels you have uh, leveled their uh, capricious discourse with your pen on one hand and possessing he possesses a frying pan in the other. She will discover soon enough why I wear running shoes and a sports coat. I ordered the Spencer steak and of course I'm the difficult one so when we get the steak right it, it quickly vanished and came back. Back to dad the waiter says how was the meal Elmer? I know 90% of you when asked would give a response fine thank you. Nope the restaurant critic said the lamb chops were great. How was the dessert? He shrugged his shoulders and that told it all. That is the honesty and passion that got me involved in this business today. I still admire the way he wrote his articles and I hope that when I'm on here on AMA 30 KLAA for an hour each and every Sunday night that hey maybe you guys could give me two thumbs up as well. Happy Father's Day. I would never trade sitting across the table from my dad for anything. So so anyway, um, getting a little choked up here. Uh, this was a reprint from a few years ago, right before my dad passed away. And I'm sure you guys all have fond memories of your parents too. And thank you for indulging me for five minutes as I read that. And we will move on. It's Peter Dill's AM830 KLAA 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. Where is my guest, Henry? Where are you? That's the thing when you have guests and they don't show up. <laughs> it's uh, it doesn't it sometimes happens. It doesn't happen too often. I remember, oh gosh, 12, 13 years ago, I was on KRLA, and they're still there on Brand Boulevard in Glendale, and I had Paul Prudhomme scheduled. You remember Paul Prudhomme, the Louisiana guy, the Louisiana chef, a little bit overweight, and he's He's got all those seasoning spices, and he's been on TV a thousand times. So Paul Perdome was my guest, and I was so excited that he was actually flying in um, to be on the show, and he didn't show up. And the reason why he didn't show up is his brother had passed away the night before. So I had no guest. And I didn't know what to talk about. So what I did was I opened the phone lines and said uh, for anybody to call in, where they're at and tell me about the water that they have in the city and i've got to tell you i had more phone calls it was crazy people were calling from every city imaginable talking about their water that the municipal service uh, provided <laughs> i'm not going to go there because we have too much stuff to talk about it is national sushi day where do you like to get your sushi 714-283-0830 in Pasadena, we've got a couple places. Uh, one is the uh, Sushi Roco. I know they have one in Newport and uh, Las Vegas, Santa Monica, West Hollywood, Pasadena, as I mentioned. I like going there, especially on Monday nights. They do a pretty good uh, uh, happy hour there. But if you have a place that you like to go, give us a call, 714-2830-830. Where do you like to go for sushi? Um, Henry was going to call in, talk about sake. Did you know that it's sake is not necessarily rice water 
It is, I mean, not rice wine. Sake often gets misidentified as rice wine because it has a lot in common with wine. They share a similar alcohol content, usually about 15.5, 16.6. full mouth, they they both have the same full mouth feel and both have the, the same range of aromas. Actually, if you are a sake fan, I'm getting more and more uh, I'm, I'm getting more and more involved in sake. I think, I really do. I think sake is the next best thing. So actually, sake is a brewed beverage, just like beer. But where beer fermentation involves malting, the process that converts starchy grains into sugar, so use, yeast can, uh, can turn the sugar into alcohol. Ah, sake brewers sprinkle a mold spore onto the rice before introducing the yeast. The spores are an essential ingredient in all sake, along with the rice, water, and yeast, okay? All right, so I think I'm gonna change. This is a tough one too. I've got the four tickets to the Angel game. You need to call us at 714-283-0830. Nobody even has a guess. Usually I've got 12 people calling that are guessing what the trivia question would be, and no one is calling. I can't believe that. Um, 714-283-0830. What was my dad's nickname? And it's an alliteration. Okay, so I've got something happening in front of my screen right now. Does that mean maybe somebody is calling in? Maybe they want to put a guess. You're probably going to have to be over 35 or 40 to get the um, uh, to get it. So let's see. Caller Cindy said... Um, Okay, well, does she have a guess or she just wanted to ca- kind of call and be nice and say that? Um, but she she has, no, she has no guess, but I'll, I'll give you a hint, Caller Cindy, if you just want to call back. Caller Cindy has two memories of your dad, and it was clam chowder and champagne. One of those words is part of my dad's nickname. So um, 714-2830-830, 714-830-830. Happy Father's Day to all of you out there at 545. Uh, Leroy, 546 Leroy will be coming in talking about wine. Okay, so I'm going to be, I'm going to give you another trivia question if that one's too tough. There's a sake that you're probably familiar with. It's called Nagori. N-I-G-O-R-I. What does that mean? I guess in English, Nagori. N-I-G-O-R-I. 714-283-0830. If you won something here on my show in the last 90 days and you haven't called in with the restaurant review, call us and give a review, and then I'll give you an opportunity to, to win these four angel tickets. Americans are most familiar with this sake. It's called Nagore, N-I-G-O-R-I. What would we, what would that be called? Um, it's roughly filtered sake, commonly found, you know, at sushi buffets. Most sake is clear, but this one, Nagore, is what? Okay, we're gonna go to break. I'm gonna take a glass of water in my throat. I'm sorry about that. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills, AMA 30, K-L-A-A. Angels Radio, AMA 30. 
you have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones. Why? Well, seeker of wisdom, truth, and gustatorial delights, the mere fact that you honor the world with your magnificent presence is reason enough to revel with abandon in the freshest and most tantalizing provisions from the fertile plains and the briny deep at Gladstones. Feed your happy little face, mouth-watering laughter from the seven seas, clam chowder so delicious, George Washington would swim the ocean for, salmon so scrumptious it might kiss you, specials every day, and all at a price that won't bust the budget. Yes, I'm talking to you. It's the just reward for you being you. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California, in the thriving little habitat of Long Beach, overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones! Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. Hi, fans. This is George O. And I'm Chappie. We want to invite you to listen to our new horse racing and sports show, The Morning Line Sports Show with Chappie and George O. We'll be concentrating on our passion, horse racing. But we'll also touch on other sports like baseball, basketball, and especially football. We're going to have great guests like jockeys, trainers, handicappers, and other people from the horse racing industry. Our show will air every Saturday at 7 a.m. It's The Morning Line Sports Show with me, Chappie. And me, George O. Don't miss it. 7 a.m. right here on AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio AM 830 It's Peter Dills, it's Dying with Dills Happy International Sushi Day Get over to your store and get yourself some Sapporo beer Sapporo <laughs> We played it. We had a golf tournament uh, at the Teston Ranch Golf Course on Friday, and after a couple of beers, uh, one of the guys in my foursome kept on changing his white dialect or his Anglo dialect to Sapporo. Give me another Sapporo. Anyway, we got a trivia question, and I think we've got who do we got on the line? Who do, who's on the line? I, I can't remember. Oh, okay. Let's talk to Jacqueline. Uh, hi, Jacqueline. Are you there? Hi. How you doing? Fine, thank you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. I'm going to see my father. He just got done with the Angels game. Oh, all right. Right on. You're on your way home. Hey, I'm, I got four tickets for the uh, the uh, July 2nd game. They're playing the Mariners, and if you can't win them, you can always go to angels.com and buy them. But I think I have a feeling you might know what the answer is. It's, uh, it's a sake question, and you might find this sake on a sushi buffet, uh-huh. and it's it's not clear it would be what? Cloudy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How did you know that? Oh my gosh. Well, my dad. Um, he was in the Navy, and uh-huh. he would always talk about certain drinks. And he didn't think us kids were listening, but right. as a kid, you absorb everything. We're like sponges. So oh, right I remember him saying all this uh, with my mom and my uncles and aunts, and they would talk about certain flavors 
texture, the quality, and also the the color and the consistency. I remembered all that. I can't believe I just remembered all that. Oh my gosh. I, I'm so happy because usually, Jacqueline, most people just Google the answer, then they call uh-huh. in. But you got it. It is cloudy. Oh and yeah. So we're going to get you for. Oh, my. I don't think we've ever had this some somebody to be excited. We what we're we're gonna I'm gonna I'm going to uh, record your this conversation and uh-huh. every time somebody calls in, I want them to show as much enthusiasm as you have shown for us today, Jacqueline. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful! Thank you. So I'm gonna put you on hold. He's gonna okay. ask you some. He's gonna ask you some questions. Do you do you want to put up a guess on what you think my dad's nickname was? Um. Oh boy! It's an um, alliter. It's an alliteration. Alliteration. Okay. Mm. You said it's one of the two words, either champagne or chowder. Or, or chowder. Um. I think champagne. You, well, yeah, and, and you you got you got that right. Is your dad in the car? If he was in the was it, you said your dad was in the navy. Yes. Well, this was before his time. This this oh. name. So anyway, yeah. So whoever's listening right now, 714-283-0830. Jacqueline had, has half the answer right. It's champagne, but champagne what? So give us a call, 714-283-0830. Jacqueline, hold on. We're going to put you on hold, and okay. we're going to get your information, and then we'll get you those tickets for the July 2nd game versus the Mariners. And thanks for listening to Dining Thank with you. Dills. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we are definitely going to record that one and play that during uh, the show in the next few weeks because that was a great phone call, and she showed a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> I love it. 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. Call us, and uh, we'll get you on the air because we got time. we got about 10 or 12 minutes before uh, Leroy comes in and talks about Temecula wine and stuff like that. And then I'm going to be off. I'm going to head out. I think either I'm going to go to a movie. I want to see a movie. Or um, for those of you that know the San Marino Seafood Company over there on Huntington Drive in San Marino, I might go there. I'm not sure what I want. You know, it's Father's Day, and I know that a lot of people out there, you know, are getting their way on what they want to do. But uh, I'm just going to be happy hanging out with my daughter. Um, If you are on Facebook, we're approaching 3,000. I think we're at 2,970 or 80. So if you're, if we need 20, I'm going to bottom line, we need 20 more people to like me on Facebook. So go on to Facebook and uh, go to my website, peterdills.com. I mentioned today is natural uh, international picnic day. We did our shout outs to the Smith brothers uh, uh, alliteration. I've given you half the, the hint on my dad's nickname, Champagne What? Um, nuts, go to Pavilions and get your nuts. And thanks to, of course, to Pearl Beer on International Sushi Day for making this event happen. This event, this event. I guess it is an event. Being on the radio is an event. So we were talking about sushi, and Jacqueline is right. Uh, we had mentioned that it, sake is not we were talking about sake. Peter, 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 slow down. Five things to know about sake. Number one, it's not rice wine. Number two, the cloudy stuff that Jacqueline knew. The cloudy stuff is just the start. Americans are most familiar with nagori, the cloudy. Roughly filtered sake commonly found at sushi buffets. 
but most sake is clear. Do you like sake hot or cold? I, I think I like it hot. And, and to be honest with you, I'm just getting into sake. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you if a $5 sake was better than a $100 sake. But I could tell you if a $10 champagne, ooh, there's no such thing, if a $10 sparkling wine compared to a $50 bottle of champagne. I could tell you that. I'm good. I'm as good as that. But I'm going to learn more about sake. And maybe we'll have a sake party. And that's another reason to follow me on Facebook. Uh, number three, it's not always drunk hot. Well, I know that for sure. You can drink it the way you want it. But many sakis taste best chilled or slightly warmed. Okay. At a good sake shop, you'll see bottles stored in the refrigerator as well or instead of on shelves. Now, for, um, as far as champagne goes, or wine for that matter, I always like to buy my wine or champagne already room temperature and then right before I'm ready to drink it, put it in the refrigerator for a half hour or 45 minutes. I don't like to keep, I don't like to keep wine in the refrigerator. I think it takes away from it because this way when you have it warm, not warm, room temperature, you can control more of the temperature that you you are going to serve it at. Does that make sense? I think it does. Even if you don't even if you think you don't like sake, there might be one for you. Why? There are over 1200 sake breweries spread out over Japan. And I'm not going to mention, the, I'm going to throw the guy under the bus. I'm not going to mention the one that Henry's with because he didn't show up for the show today. I've, God, how many, I've done radio for, God, probably if, if I add it up eight or nine years, and I think this has only happened twice in eight or nine years, but that's why you have information as a backup. I mentioned to you that, uh, uh, oh, sake doesn't have to go with Asian foods. It doesn't have to. Believe it or not, you can pair sake with barbecue, chicken, all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be sushi, even though this is International Sushi Day. No one has a guess? 714-2830-830. Happy Father's Day. My father's name was Elmer Dills. His name, Elmer Dills. And he had a nickname. It's an alliteration. If you don't know what an alliteration means, it means both of the words have the same letter. Like um, Felix Fernandez. Okay? So give us a call. We already had Jacqueline. She guessed half of it right. Champagne is what? It might have been something from a war, like World War II. What would they maybe call somebody with champagne I don't know um, champagne is a uh, alternative a sake sake is a less expensive alternative to champagne just like effervescent wine sparkling wine sparkling sakes undergo a second fermentation in the bottle now that I didn't know They've only recently become widely available in the U.S., but are quickly gaining popularity. When asked, when we asked local beverage experts to name their favorite sakes, three or four chose sparkling sake. I'm going to have to get into that. All right, so 
Oh, we do. We got Bradley with the answer. Bradley, welcome to Dining with Dills. Hey, how you doing? I am good. Where are you calling us from, Bradley? Uh, I'm calling from Costa Mesa. Oh, right on. So, you, do you know what an alliteration is, uh, Brad? Well, my AP English teacher in high school would kill me if I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, my dad, it's Father's Day, so I'm paying tribute to my dad, Elmer Dills. And he had two, he had two different nicknames. Uh, if you guess either one of them, I'm going to hook you up with a $35 gift card to Philippe's in downtown L.A. Awesome. Well, um, I do remember seeing a really old movie named Champagne Charlie. Um, okay. Is that possibly it? That's possibly it, and you are possibly right. Congratulations. Oh, Good man. job, Champagne Thank Charlie. Thank you so much. The other, his other nickname was Dining Doctor. Dining Doctor. So oh, okay. D.D. DD or CC, but yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's uh, Champagne Charlie was my dad's nickname. So you're going to have you been to Philippe's in downtown LA? Um, I have actually. Yeah, so you're gonna go again. Thirty-five bucks will will give you like sandwiches and drinks, and you're gonna live like a king. Are you are you a dad? Oh, I'm not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. All right. Well, anyway, I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna get all of your information, and then we'll send you. The $35 to Philippe's, and thanks for listening. Great. Thank you so much. I knew we could do it. It's Peter Dills. It's Dining with Dills. we got about three or four minutes left before we go to a break, and then uh, a little bit later at 6, Al Manfrey is going to be here saving you money and or making you money. He's not going to maybe saving you money, making you money. And about 5.45, 5.46, uh, Leroy is going to be talking about wines from the Temecula area. So we learned a lot today, didn't we? We learned about sake. Uh, we learned that um, that you have to have information in case your guests don't show up. We learned that today in history, um, oh, oh, here, here's one I didn't go. Uh, uh, Italy's favorite picnic day is Easter Monday. It is also called Angels Monday or Little Easter. Did not know that. Um, I talked about macadamia nuts were first planted in Hawaii. Robert Mondavi was born in Lida Napa, Napa Valley Vintner. He was born in 1913. He's he's long gone, right? Anyway, so um, why don't we why don't we pay some bills, come back, and then I'll introduce you guys to Leroy. So guys, go ahead and play those uh, those uh, promos. We'll come back. I'll I'll lead into Leroy, and we'll talk to you guys soon. And we'll be back next Sunday at 5 o'clock. It's Peter Dills, AM 830, KLAA. Angels Radio, AM 830. When you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Colombo's. Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. And if there's one thing about Colombo's, it's their tradition of giving back to the community. This year, Columbus is asking you to help the Los Robles Medical Center. They send teams of doctors, clinicians, and support staff down to Honduras. And when it comes to health, Honduras is below third world country status. It's that bad. 
any contribution for the purchase of medication and supplies for the unfortunate in Honduras is needed right now. The Los Robles Medical Mountain Team leaves for Honduras in August, so your contributions are needed now. Please help and make a difference. Go to friendsofbarnabas.com, friendsofbarnabas.com. Then scroll down to the donate button and designate the funds to Los Robles 2017. And thank you. Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. It's Peter Dills, and if you like great Mai Tais and a wide range of Hawaiian-inspired food, then I need to tell you about one of my favorite restaurants. It's the Canoe House on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Great happy hour and some of the best Mai Tais that I've ever had. The Canoe House is fun. It's exotic. The food ranges from burgers and onion rings to ahi salad with weekly cold beer specials and that Mai Tai that I was telling you about. You can get it at happy hour each and every Monday. Every night is something different. The Canoe House in South Pasadena is a great place for any night of the week and is only a short drive from wherever you're listening to our show. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hey, it's Peter Dills, Dining with Dills, AM 830, KLAA. Got a few minutes left in the show. Happy Father's Day to each and every one of you. I hope you were treated well. I really do. <laughs> Met some nice people today at Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue. Speaking of Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue, Robin Salazar wants to remind you, quirky Robin Salazar. He's so quirky. He's like the three-day suit broker of barbecue. He's only open three days a week. In fact, you know, there's still time. Many of these restaurants, it's Father's Day, there's still time to get over to Gladstone's in Long Beach or Columbo's in Eagle Rock, um, Skyloft in Laguna Beach, the Bungalow in Corona Del Mar. There's still time to get out and about and take your dad out or, hey, you know what, go out and eat by yourself. But uh, Robin's Wood Fire Barbecue, they're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. How bizarre is that? But it's worth it. No matter where you're listening to Dining with Dills, and I've talked about this many, many times, there's few things that I'll drive 50, 60 miles for. But one thing for sure that I will drive anywhere for is great barbecue. I didn't say good barbecue, great barbecue. Robin's Woodfire Barbecue in Pasadena. It's on the Arcadia uh, border, and I love it. And I, it's one of the few places that you can get beef ribs unnotched if you are a barbecue fan like i am you'll know what i'm talking about so if you love barbecue if you're in the pasadena area arcadia area today or going that way or you're going to go visit your dad or your son why not make it robin's wood fire barbecue today they got rib tips chicken hot links they got like 10 different beers on tap i gotta talk to robin they need to have Sapporo on tap. That's my, as you know, that's my favorite beer. So anyway, uh, we're running out of time, but I want to wish everybody a really fantastic,
fantastic Father's Day. I'm getting ready to go out with my daughter Lauren right now. She's uh, I'm headed out from Anaheim. By the time I get to pa back to Pasadena, she'll be there, and who knows what we're gonna do. But I'm thinking uh, not barbecue, but I'm thinking about seafood, seafood and a movie. So how does that sound? Remember, like I said, we're getting very close to 3,000 people on Facebook. I have a feeling that we'll have more tickets to the Angels' upcoming games to give away next week. So if you didn't win, uh, it's, hey, like I said before, it's a good way for me to bribe you to listen to the show. Uh, we're running out of time, so it's uh, Peter Dills. It's AM830. It's KLAA. My website is peterdills.com. So don't touch that dial because Leroy has just walked in, and we're going to talk about wine. How's that? So for now, um, I'm signing off, and here's Leroy. It's before six, and time for Leroy Wine Guy Guilford. Before Six features established professionals of the wine lifestyle world and is brought to you by jmmedu.org because this is one wine event you do not want to miss. Hi, Peter and everybody. This is Leroy, the wine guy. Hey, two weeks ago on Before Six, we featured Jeff Sanders, an award-winning home winemaker, and Jeff fielded so many calls from you all about home winemaking. We're going to run the segment again. This week on Before Six, I'm visiting with Jeff and Laura Sanders, home winemakers of their own purely corrupt winery. Don't you love that name? Award-winning home winemakers in the Temecula Valley. Jeff and Laura, welcome to Before Six. Well, thank you very much. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, you can kind of hear in the background here, folks, yeah, we're sitting at a table just off their kitchen here, and we've been drinking some of Jeff's award-winning home wines. Oh, my gosh. How did you fall in love with wine? I'm still stuck on the you love the purely corrupt. Thank <laughs> you very much. It took us a good long party to come up with that name. Uh, how did I get into home wine? Or uh -huh. Oh my goodness, it's a very long story and I think we only have a few minutes. But right. uh, We'll start with how you fell in love with wine because that's pretty Okay, cool. fair enough. Uh, I would have to say it was when we were in Sicily, Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, we spent 33 months there. Uh, we're Navy and uh, we met a few folks that loved wine and we kind of traveled Europe and tasted all the different wines. I, I was used to California wine, which I mm -hmm. learned to love. Mm -hmm. uh, it took a little while to learn how to appreciate the European wines, especially right. from Italy. Mm -hmm. And uh, wow, we just we just learned to taste every, every different region and we fell in love. So you had the bug. We okay, did. so you come to Southern California. How'd you end up in Temecula? Again, Navy. Uh -huh. And uh, I was okay. being moved to San Diego to, to go on a ship. And uh, one of my buddies that mm -hmm. I met in Sicily, mm -hmm. Italy, lived here in Temecula. And he talked me into moving my family up here because uh, small wine country, mm -hmm. good schools, cheaper to live. Yeah. I was going to be on ship all the time anyway, so great. We moved the family to Temecula and started enjoying the wines here. Now, it wasn't just shimmering glitters to start with, no. okay? You have a beautiful piece of property here on top of a hill that looks out across many parts of the valley, yeah. but when you found this piece of property, you need a lot of work, right? Oh, yes, yeah. it did. Yes, it did. So. Uh, we lived right in town in Temecula mm -hmm. and uh, enjoyed the wine country. We used to jog out here and say, wouldn't it be great Someday. if we could move out to the wine country? Mm -hmm. And uh, the market started tanking in 2007. Mm -hmm. We found this property that was destroyed. Uh, it had 60 <laughs> dogs. Beautiful now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we Thank jumped you. on it. <laughs> it was a mess. A bunch of dogs and chickens and horses, and they needed to get out of town and move to Texas. And so we bought it off of them and built a uh -huh. little house. 
Now, you have about two acres, maybe a little more. We have three acres. Three acres, okay, total. And you've got about two acres. We we toured through and saw what you planted. Tell how that came about. Okay. Oh, my wife. I I was trying to build a house at the time, and my Mm -hmm. wife wanted me to read a book called uh, From Vines to Wines by Jeff Cox. That's a great book. It is. It's nice and short. Vines to Wines, folks. You've got to make note of that. And it's a short book. Uh, It took me probably three weeks for her to talk me into reading it, and and, uh, I did. Mm -hmm. And it said, hey, 50 vines is a limit of a hobby. And so, uh, sure enough, I called my neighbor over with his tractor, and I said, help me dig 50 holes. And we did. And now, was, you have a few more than 50 vines at this point. Yeah. Time, <laughs> uh, so that was 2007. Uh-huh. I planted about 100 uh, vines uh-huh. a year. And so now I have uh, 850. Let's talk about the wine grapes that you are farming. Yeah. Okay. So you got Syrah. Oh, yeah. And... So Syrah was my wife's favorite. That's why uh-huh. we planted that uh-huh. first. Went to Zinfandel and then Cabernet Sauvignon and Cabernet Franc. Sangiovese. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, I think that's pretty much it. Now let's jump forward, uh, watching the clock here. All right, so you guys decided to grow the grapes. Now we got to make the wine. So you guys have become award winners. By the way, folks, oh my gosh, we're sipping a Zin here. And what was the other one? The other one's a Tempranillo. Tempranillo. Both of these, I hate to say it, but as as an amateur winemaker, he's beating some of the other stuff that's commercial here in the Valley. Shh, don't tell anybody I said that, okay? So um, let's talk about those. Well, first of all, you know that when you make a small amount of wine, you get right. to you, you need you get to give it Baby. all the care yeah. and baby and I name on my vines. Uh, <laughs> there's never a, a barrel that pops a bung and I don't know about it, right? right. So uh, a little bit, and you can just spend all the time and love it and care for it, and you can make some decent wine. Let's talk. Let's talk about the, right now. Does him? Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh. No, this is seventeen percent. It zen. is. Yeah. Off your vines here. It is. Oh my gosh! Bustling yeah. with fruit, you guys. Smooth. Big body. Yeah. Is anybody out there from wine country listening? <laughs> so that, that just got best in class, as a matter of fact. And that was at what? what at San Diego at Fair. San Diego? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. enter there every year in normally Orange County. And uh, this one, though, uh, it was uh, a big wine, 17%. I didn't mean to pick the grapes with that much sugar on it. Right. But when you work uh, in San Diego every day and, you know, you kind of got to pick your time when you can harvest the grapes. And I mean it from one Saturday to the next Friday. My my bricks went, went from bricks, the sugar content, right. content in the grapes, from 26 to 31. And wow. so made a really big wine. It just won gold best in, uh, best in class. And... Okay, so folks, you are listening to a guy who's become an award-winning home winemaker, and he has agreed that if you have fascination in this area, he'll answer your questions for you. So, Jeff, I mean, gosh, we're already running down to our last minute here, so we yeah. want to touch base on that. Um, uh, sure, because your passion and your fun and the fabulous wines he's making, folks, okay, um, if folks want to question you or call you and get some input, yeah. You you willing to do that? Sure, I I'll give him my phone number. Give, give him the phone I, number. I gotta tell you that you know my my neighbor taught me to make wine. I've taught uh, several others since then. Mm-hmm. We make wine together. Uh, give me a call nine five one nine seven zero seven zero nine seven. Again, that's nine five one nine seven zero seven zero nine seven. Let's make some wine. Amen. Let me tell you, he's making some pretty doggone good wine. So if you want a good instructor, yeah, you can do it at home. Now, you can buy grapes from other places, or you can do like he did. You can buy your property and grow your own grapes. Mm-hmm. And we kind of touched on that last week, if you cut the segment with uh, with our folks. 
You got to drive through wine country to find out what's available, though. So, Chef Amore, thank you. You've been so hospitable. We're sitting here in the kitchen drinking your great wines and little chips and salsa and whatnot. I want to thank you for allowing me to come and invade your space and have you on before six on the Peter Gills show. Thanks. Looking for more visitors. This has been Before Six on the Peter Dill Show featuring Leroy Wine Guy Guilford. Brought to you by jmmedu.org. Because this is one wine event you do not want to miss. You know, the most incredible wine anyone may have ever drank was probably at a singular event in history. Yes, a very special wedding, circa AD 30 in a little town of Cana, Israel. An incredible miracle of provision performed by Jesus, yes, son of Mary and Joseph, and one you've probably heard about. Now, that wasn't surprising considering Jesus would go on to say, I have come to give life, and that more abundantly. Well, you know, there's another wedding very soon on the horizon where he will once again serve up that incredible wine. Find out just how fast this event, the Wedding Supper of the Lamb, is approaching at jmmedu.org. Joseph Morris is the world's foremost thinker and commentator on just how fast this event is approaching. Every week, you will learn of news happening all over the earth, much of which never makes it into the mainstream media that corroborates so much of what scripture has foretold. A new video blog is posted every week by Joseph Morris Ministries' end of day's update at jmmedu.org because this is one wine event you do not want to miss. Dining with Dills. Dining with Dills. You're gonna get your delicious film. Yeah, dining with Dills. It's all good. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management.